Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I am joined tonight by the inimitable Bob. That's me. Hello. I'm, and I'm hyping myself this week. Yeah, and you should really, uh, and you're really missing out because we were just talking match game before this. <laughs> and match game 76? You have no idea. Just We had so many opinions on match game. Dumb Dora was so dumb. Uh, how dumb was she? Uh, I said but for so literally no reason. <laughs> dumb Dora was so dumb that when she went outside... She forgot her blank. Oh, I said but. You should have said boobs. Oh, shit. That would have matched me. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, I feel like everyone says ass. As like, they're, like, <laughs> they always say boobs or like tatas or something like that. Like it's whatever, gazooms. Whatever is the closest thing that they can get away with the, saying the on thing, national yeah, television. The, the, in 1976. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, nineteen seventy. Literally, TV if it was on that. today, you could just write ass. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> fuck. <laughs> the answer is you can't write fuck, fuck on that card. Fuck, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, okay, you know what we're gonna talk about instead comic books because there's mm. too many goddamn comics this week. There are a lot of comics and not a lot of standouts. Oddly, I think. Yeah, not a ton. There's, there's some, some good, some interesting ones. stuff. There's always though. some good ones. Yeah, yeah. There's some interesting new stuff. But for the amount of product, you would think there would be a little bit more zip and, and zam. You can see how little zip and zam there is from my yawning already. I'm already <laughs> yawning. Tristan is actually lying zam. down in, in on a cot that he has <laughs> behind the... I'm uh, in fetal position, <laughs> covered in comic books, just and I'm just crying. I'm just going to hype it. I'm going to hype it and keep you awake. <laughs> hype. Woo! Yeah. yeah. That's why uh, I started out right. strong with my match game. You're, you're my gang star. All, all right, right, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, 007 for King and Country, number one. I would say if you're into a James Bond comic, it's a pretty good quality one. Nice. I would say Abe Sapien Dark and Terrible Volume 2 is out. Ooh. Ooh. I like Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien, things are gonna get easier. <laughs> uh it's Adam Warlock omnibus hardcover. We have two versions. We have the uh, the Kane cover, uh, which is the Marvel premiere. Mm. Uh, that f- as in famous Gil, as in Gil, Gil Kane as, as in Gilroy Kane. Ah. Uh, I don't know if that's really his name. Uh, Gilbert. But, <laughs> probably Gilbert, honestly. Uh, which is also the name of a weird little Muppet that I uh, yeah. that I don't really remember. Also the name of from. Old Gil. From The Simpsons. So true. Uh, and then there's the other, the Starlin cover as well. Nice. Uh, both super classic. Uh, this has all of the, all of your, your classic warlock appearances going all the way up to your more modern 90s things like the Infinita. the Infinity Watch. Oh, the watch. Yes. And the Infinity Crusade Ooh, and all of crusade. those things. Uh it's if you need to know who this warlock is before going to see Guardians of the Galaxy, one hundred and twenty-five dollars, and you will have a hardcover that has pretty much every important appearance of Warlock. Nice, uh, with the exception of I don't think it does all of Infinity Gauntlet because that would be silly. Yeah, uh, but hey, I uh, I looked up Gil Kane and turns out his birth name was Eli Katz. Oh, that <laughs> so we were both off off the mark. You know what? I feel Boy. like we can't possibly be expected <laughs> Gil, to know that. Gil, Gil is not short for anything. It's just Gil. It's <laughs> the name he took when he decided he didn't want to be known as Eli Katz. Gil, it's short for <laughs> for Eli. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, all Against All, number five, is out this week. Yep. As is The Ambassadors, number two. Yep. 
and Barbaric Hell to Pay number three. Hmm. All quality books, and yet I didn't really get a lot out of them because I don't follow them, but they're good. Fair enough. Uh, we have, out of order, we have uh, Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries number seven coming in late. Mm, coming in late. <laughs> coming in late. Not hot, but late. Yes. Uh, and we have Batman Incorporated number seven. Yeah, this is kind of picking it up. It's picking it up. It's, the first few issues didn't really grab me, and I'm more interested in it now because they're using more of the like updated Club of Heroes characters. It's got Professor Pig on the cover, so that's It does. Good. It was a two-parter where they were trying to catch Professor Pig. Uh, we've got Batman The Adventure Continues Season 3 with very clearly Donald Trump on the cover. And yeah, right? Isn't that like, weird? That is very strange. Yeah. I don't know what they're trying to say there, but it uh, whatever message I mean, it is, it's just is, blue suit and blonde hair is I, going to obviously like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. more like like if you had colored him with brown hair, it wouldn't have looked like Donald Trump as much. Fair. Um, but because he's fair, he's haired. Uh, Sorry. Black Cloak number four is out. Mm, I really like this book, but I didn't read it because I'm an issue behind and I don't know what's happening. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, like Bloodline, Daughter of Blade number three is out this week. Blooding it up, blading it up. <laughs> you know what? Concise. <laughs> I shouldn't have even said I'm, go- I'm going. I'm going with a catchphrase, <laughs> catchphrase week. Uh, simple, simple but effective. I think uh, I'm not talking into my microphone. I properly. think you're not either. I'm noticing uh, a lack of signal on your. Yeah, phone. it's because I, I'll fix it. I know what to do. <laughs> he knows what to do. I'm a pro- professional. Okay, uh, Captain America: Cold War number one, Cold War Alpha number one. Let's say. Mm. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, it's, I actually read it, and it's still... I don't know what happened. It's very confusing. I think it's There's just... some kind of secret society. Bucky is... Or Winter Soldier is, like, a bad guy, but you know that's not going to last. Mm. And then... But is this is this back when he was a bad guy, or no. is this current? No, oh, this okay. is, like, there's some kind of Illuminati-esque, like, American... Like, National Treasure-style oh. conspiracy, and... Uh, like Sharon Carter is in it, and but not sorry, not uh, what's the Peggy Carter, the older oh, one? Oh yeah, yeah, is in it. Huh. Even though she fought in World War Two, she'd be dead like way long ago. But Are you, you sure know, this Marvel. isn't literally a throwback to when the the Winter Soldier was the Winter Soldier? Yes, I'm sure. Really, hundred percent. It's current continuity. The two Captain Americas have like a bro moment where they fist bump. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Captain Marvel number forty eight is out. So yeah. many broods. Yes, two two Marvels have them. Two individual people fighting broods into individual different fights. <laughs> yes. Uh, do, do, do. We got Carnage number 12. I can't believe this is 12 issues of this comic have come out. <laughs> it's fine. It has Miles Morales in it. You and me both are confused by why there's another Carnage comic. Uh, clear number two of three. They're pretty good. Yeah. He doesn't have the time to do a full five-issue miniseries. He's got to well, get these these Netflix deals made. Well, but that said, like this issue is clearly just two issues. It is a yeah, five-issue. Yeah. It's like a six-issue series that they just crammed into three issues because each like it's a double length. They are, yeah, yeah. Issue. They are. They are big issues. Yeah, that is true. I mean, there's clearly even like a part in the middle where it's like the obvious end of oh, the comic, and then the next one starts. Okay, cool. 
Uh, Danger Street number five. Actually, my this I was like ready to walk on this one, but like the last two issues have kind of like brought me back around. There's a really great uh, the April Fool's cover is oh pretty God. great. Not into that, but what? you know, I mean, it looks like whatever. he pooped on the street. It it's yeah, I don't know. Like it, it looks like the creeper pooped on the street somewhere <laughs> in this cover. Yeah, no, I mean it's Tom King actually drew it. It's he did a good job. Yeah, that's like the it's like a joke when he signs stuff. He like does these drawings and then like people will ask him to sign covers, so they just did it as variant covers as April Fools. That's nice. Themed, but oh, um, yeah, no, there was this one is is it's like just starting to get like sort of interesting. Like, I think I just needed it to not have Metamorpho in it so that I could just get over my rage that he was getting metamorpho wrong what about dark ride number five i don't know much about this one well it continues to be a comic book uh we've got a couple of really cool lunch boxes we have two dungeons and dragons ones one being the cover of the red box the original the original starter set that classic fighting the big oh dragon. i see it yeah and it used the, to be in the ads in the comic books yeah and then the other one being the animated series which i am such a fan of yeah and your thermos for that one is of course the dungeon master just sitting there <gasps> nice chilling looking uh, like what a scamp i am i could totally let you children go back to your homes <laughs> but i'm gonna have you fight dangerous monsters because i'm a fuckhead that's his deal I'm a real stinker, he says. I'm, I'm opening it and looking at I, it. I noticed from the Cranklin. Oh, look at that guy. <laughs> look at him. All right. I, it's also like in the office font, it seems like. It looks oh, like weird. it might even be like, you know, All right. I'll just, just head on his hand. I'm going to look at adorable. Get this, get this Cranklin out of the way. <laughs> More no, crinkling. Move. The audience demanded <laughs> more crinkling. I'm um, actually crinkling. Uh, eight billion genies, number eight. Yeah, I uh, thought this was an eight issue series, but apparently it's a nine issue series because there's another one coming. Really? Did somebody? Is it something like they made a wish for it or something? And Perhaps. Okay, interesting. I, I, I believe it thing. does say to be. Oh yeah, no, it says eight of eight on the cover. Yeah. Maybe it's to be continued in the Amazon original series, A Billion nope, Genies. I'm wrong. It's over. Oh. That's the last one. To be, it's over. <laughs> uh, Fantastic Four, number six. I do not like the fill-in artist, but this comic is fantastic. It's, I mean, hey, hey, hey uh, uh, I get uh, it. But, like, uh, it's really good. It's The plot of it is, like, crazy cool. Yeah. And that Annihilus Alex Ross cover is so shiny and pretty. I love mm, it. Yeah, I don't know how he has time to make all those covers. I don't either. There's like eight billion per week. Yeah, every week. He must have been working on them during the whole lockdown, and then just. I like, think he might have. I think that might now be. Now they're what's just like flooding the market. Yeah. And uh, yet he hasn't done one with Tigra. I mean, yeah. Fuck Alex I mean, Ross. He will. <laughs> better. Mean, he's going to do every single character in the Marvel universe. He so. better. Where's my Tiger cover? I mean, where's my Maggot cover? Ooh, um, Maggot. That would be cool. I would actually, I mean... I think he I has, like, a cutoff. Like, he'll <laughs> only draw things that... Like, he's like Mignola. Like, he'll only draw things that Kirby could have worked on. Oh, that's that's an easy out for somebody who really wants to wimp out on this whole thing. Well, except for, like, he would... Mignola would do, like, X-Men covers during, like, the yeah. X-Force era or whatever. And even famously, I guess, drew that whole issue of X-Force. But, like, he would do the like he would he would do those 
Yeah. So characters that like Cable or whatever. <laughs> oh, Cable by Mignola. What a great idea. <laughs> uh, we got a trade paperback of Ghost Rider Shadow Country. It's the second volume of the 2022 series. Nice. And we have Bob's favorite book of the week, uh, Giant Cockjew. <laughs> yes, that's right. The Giant Cockjew. Which is, of course, a hilarious pun because we see the dick of this monster. I absolutely hated every second of this. this and the book, idea that grown people like that's like, number one, that someone got paid to make it. Number two, like there's people who don't get paid anything to make comics that are a billion times yeah. cooler than this. And yeah. then also like you're adults, like you're adults, why you like why? This? Who is the audience for this fucking bullshit? And where does it go i was like okay it's a one shot fine uh, let's just explain what we're talking about this oh, yeah. this stupid book is by gary duggan yes who should know better uh and it's like on its surface if you're stoned and you're sitting around and you're like dude it's a guts we're watching a godzilla movie and i was like what what is it like when Godzilla shits on a country? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what if he shit and there was like bones in yeah. it and stuff? <laughs> and then he wipes his butt on the street like uh, a cat. <laughs> and then what if he's like he shows his dick and then has sex with the building and kills a bunch of people inside? I honestly like once the the dick came out, I just shut it i didn't i don't know what happens after that i'm fucking don't give a fuck uh sorry if you were worried that there was not going to be a giant page that said fucked to death uh oh nice you got lucky by missing that one i did miss it uh, everything after the horned penis came out i was like <laughs> i'm good this book is so fucking, fucking stupid and usually i'm all for stupid yes. but this is this is a special type of stupid that is not good stupid. This, this is, is like a six-year-old would be like, this really, isn't really cool. You know, like this yeah. is like the kind of thing like where a kid like would yes. like look at a garbage pill kids or whatever and be like, this is fucking cool or whatever. And yeah, then they'd yeah. read this and they'd be like, who, whatever. No, why? Like they'd just put it down. They wouldn't like it. Like yeah. not even a kid would like this. No. I, fucking I, dumb. You got Fucking me. waste of paper, how, waste of ink, waste of talent. Name? The Such, only good thing about it is that I like Scott Koblish. Yeah, his art and is And he great. got paid for it, so yeah. okay. I'm glad he got paid. Uh, somebody, I hope somebody likes this book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for your sake, I hope somebody <laughs> got copies on the shelf. I mean. We're like, don't buy this piece of shit. Well, I mean, I, whatever. The number of comics I get stuck with every week, come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd rather get stuck with terrible comics that don't sell than getting stuck with good comics that don't sell. That's Oh, yeah. That's a bummer. All right. Uh, and so, instead, if you were thinking of buying the giant, uh, I don't even want to say it, fuck it. Um, let's say, buy the Great British Bump Off instead. I, 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 this is a fun one. It is fun. I wanted it to be a little bit more of everything than it actually was, but I did very like it. It's, it's, very, it's actually very British. It's very it understated. More, it was more of a cozy mystery than I was expecting yes. it to be. Yes. And it is... Um, I mean, basically, if you're a fan of the Great British Bake Off, literally what it's doing is kind of <laughs> emulating that as though it is a cozy mystery, as opposed yes. to doing it what I thought they were going to do, which was go way over the top and have it turn into a bloodbath and insanity, which, you know, is obviously my style. More yeah, and, and, and certainly could happen uh, in, I mean, in future it, issues. It is possible, but as it stands, this first issue, a really enjoyable, like, 
also the there's a very soft tone to the art it's very it's like the, it's, it's very the ya looking it's the illustrator of the uh recent harley quinn animated series uh oh, mini yeah. series and uh, i think uh an individual um who worked in animation as well so it makes sense yeah. i actually really like the art style for it it's like really like because this artist max Saren. Uh, is very like very good at, at, at developing visually these characters so that they have their own kind of like visual personality as well um and yeah it was it was uh, just fun it was just like if you watch british bake-off like yeah, you yeah. definitely will find something humorous in it it's yeah. like also like there's a weird thing with like a cat like clearly just someone was like yep. i want a cat in this and so there is for some inexplicable reason and it like it's possibly can talk to someone possibly maybe can't. they understand it maybe they don't i don't know what's going on yeah <laughs> um whatever yeah no but it but it was fun it's funny too because uh we watch my wife and i watch a lot of british tv shows and uh we watched some mystery show like father or something or whatever i can't remember which father one it was. dowling mystery it might have been that i can't remember honestly but it was like literally it was a murder mystery that was set against british bake-off it was oh. like this plot crazy okay. um so it's it's clearly something that people have thought of nice in the past well you know what else people thought of in the past what matt wagner's grendel how are we already at m we've missed we didn't do we just talk about Briar? Well, we're, we're technically at g uh because it's uh, the grendel omnibus volume four hexware uh, know your station chroma I mean, again all of those things come after g but the, uh anyway oh, wait. uh so grendel omnibus volume four prime uh that is the sorry <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it, it, i guess because cockju got me out of why did cockju come now it's called the giant cockju oh of course it is of course it is i don't Ugh, why did you make me go back to that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a thing. If you like, uh, Matt I got Wagner's confused. Grendel, there is a new Grendel omnibus out and it is, or a new edition of volume four of the omnibus, which nice. is the prime era. I bought a, uh, an issue number three of the original series in a cheapy bin, uh, Whoa, just this week. And I was thinking, awesome. man, I bet this would be great if it was recolored. I so, feel the same way. I about wonder if Grendel. this omnibus feel, has been oh, recolored. Interesting. Perhaps. I feel that way about a lot of the Grendel stuff. Like yeah. it's, it has that coloring issue that V for Vendetta has. That it was all done with Copic markers, mm. and it's like I love the V for Vendetta coloring. Oh, I hate it. It's like just it. like God, dude. Just stay in the lines uh, for once. <laughs> that's what I like about it. I don't know. I do like that color. I think it fits the book. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number one. Here's an exciting book this week. Yeah, much better than I thought it was going to be. I love this idea. Yeah. Like, we got a space opera kind of fucking western-y thing going yeah. on with the Guardians it of the Galaxy. Very much, it is very much a western. What like, a great idea. Very much specifically a western with like cosmic elements. But my favorite, favorite, favorite part of it, which is not a spoiler, is Mantis's hood that has little yep. fuzzy <laughs> covers for her antenna. <laughs> We're gonna all, love that because it's dusty and they're very sensitive. Yeah. I can understand that. Is uh, fantastic. I actually <laughs> really like Kev Walker, the illustrator yeah, yeah. of this series. Uh, I think is like a underrated. Um, I feel like Kev Walker is one of those people that's like an up and coming person and is like oh, man, now Kev Walker to, has been around for well, no, decades, no, no, I mean, though. but like right now, like it feels like they're coming into their own right mm, now. I can see that they it did like that. some tie-in, like 
Marvel, like maybe Alien or something like that recently. Maybe it's that, but I feel like their covers are getting juice. Like huh. it's something where like sometimes they'll they'll be like a Kev Walker cover and people will be really stoked about it. Yeah. So I think I don't know. I think I think he's getting his due nice. soon. Well, he's on a high profile Guardians book I right mean, before yeah. the new movie comes out. So true. I must have some faith in him. Some good stuff. Good. And and this, speaking of the Alex Ross covers, he gets Doctor Doom, which is <laughs> obviously pretty fucking boss. Yeah. Um, let's see. We've got Hexware number five. Yeah. Yes. Spoiled by me thinking it was already like What about Kaiju number eight? Number six. Number Kaiju six. number eight number Kaiju six. Kaiju number eight number six. Is that a manga? It is a manga. Okay. Uh Know Your Station number five. I have yeah, it didn't. The first issue didn't grab me, so I, I'm not really checking it out. It looks like good. I don't know if you can judge the book by the cover, but the art on the cover is pretty good. We got Chroma out this week. I think this book, I kind of wish I had gotten the earlier issues because it looks really good. I don't know what it is, but I have no yeah. idea what's happening with it, but the art is awesome. Yeah, I do not know what's going on with this book at all. No. Uh, Lazarus Planet Revenge of the Gods, number three. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, which is the best you can say for something with Shazam in it. Um, <laughs> until Shazam number one comes out. Until Shazam. Uh, I cannot fucking wait. I think that's, it's out like next week. That's I thought be, it was out this I'm week. I'm excited, excited about that. That is okay. Yeah. You're not wrong. I'm, I'm excited, excited for that. And I'm also excited for Green Arrow, which is coming up soon. I'm excited for that one, too. Yeah. Those are two things. I love Green Arrow and I want it to be good again. Yep. Uh, Legend of Korra. Ruins of Empire Omnibus. We've got Little Monsters, number 12. Nice. And Maniac of New York, don't call it a comeback, number two. I love the art in this book. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. uh, Yeah, Andrea Moody. um, People just just allowing this book to continue, even though Aftershock is on fire and falling (laughs) into the ocean. They're like, one thing we're going to do is we're going to release Elliot Kalin's book because we like his podcast, I guess. I mean, maybe the book sells. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the only thing keeping him from falling over the precipice. But I mean, this is like the third series. That's true. It must sell. It's got a. I mean, his podcast is pretty popular, and his uh, and he was the head writer for the Daily Show, so he had he has some some pretty good CV going into this. Uh, Marvel vs. Guardians of the Galaxy trade paperback. All right. Masters of the Universe. Masterverse number three. Uh, this is a series I like. I did not, this was not a take-home issue, but the second story in this that's drawn by David Rubin is fire. Mm, nice. It's amazing. Like, I, if he had drawn the whole book, I'd brought it home. But yeah. the first half, I didn't I didn't dig. This is where Tim Seeley's heart truly lies uh, everywhere that isn't, you know, just naked ladies. Any, <laughs> like anything, <laughs> except for naked ladies, his heart lies with Masters of the Universe, and he wants to do Masters of the Universe stuff, uh, and he does a great job with it. I mean, if you ever were, if you like David Rubin and you like Manny Faces, like this is the comic for you. <laughs> I'm a big David Rubin fan. I think he's great. Manny Faces, delicate. But Manny Faces is my favorite uh, master <laughs> master of the universe. I just wish it was spelled with two N's and a Y. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would kind of it has to be Man E Faces. Uh, what if it was Fanny Faces? Now that would be weird, let's, let's and he go should, into, you could have him be in that cock Jew. We'll book. get him into cock Jew, and it'll be cock Jew could could put his big yes. cock in the Manny's Man, Fanny Fanny Faces Fanny Manny. 
Uh, it's just know, a bunch of different butts that swirl around in, the, in that <laughs> face. Everyone floor. poops <laughs> oh, on you con- just when it turns around. Just constantly. When he runs out of poop, he spins around another butt and more poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the kids love. <laughs> the kids that are allowed to buy the 18 plus book, The Giant Cock Jew. Yes. Uh, indeed. Oh, God. I, oh, man, I'll never get over it. I'm sorry. It is, I, of course, J-U uh, with a line. Yes. It, and, and when was the last time that, like, I took a comic back to read and, like, just, like, walked back to you and was like, have you read this? And I was like, it can't be that bad. I bet I'm going to like it. And then I read it and I was like, no. this sucks. It sucks. It's so lame. I've never, uh, I've never been so on board with that. I was like, Jerry man. Duggan, go back to fucking school, man. Yeah, that's the noise that it makes. Yeah, when uh, he shits and, and wipes his ass in the comic that you paid money. You should wipe your ass with the comic. Okay, so we got a bunch of used <laughs> shit in, uh, including Ooh. some McFarlane toys, including the Blair Witch. Ooh, we got the Mezco uh, Breaking Bad figures in. Wait, what's the Blair Witch figure? You never see the Blair Witch. You do in part two, the secret of Aristov. I didn't see part two. It's reverse backwards. Don't tell anybody, but it's really obvious if you look at the word. Uh, The secret of reverse. Yes. It was so stupid. That was the marketing campaign for this was the secret of, and it was the word reverse written backwards, which any person with a grade school education looks at and says, huh, that's the word reverse backwards. And then you watch the movie and they're like, I don't know, there's something on this videotape. How are we going to find it? And it's like, it says on the VHS that it's the secret of reverse, so I'm guessing you rewind it. And they rewind (laughs) it, and they're like, look, I think we figured it out. And it's like, you ruined the fucking... Your one plot point in this stupid, shitty movie, you ruined on the cover of the VHS because you didn't think that we had, like, basic human intelligence. (laughs) Boo. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Blair Witch 2. I need to watch it again. Maybe I'll be a big fan Book of Book of thing. Shadows. Yeah. Blair Witch 2. What about The Mighty Thor? Hmm, about Volume him? 3, Trial of the Gods. I hear he's mighty. He is. He fights uh, the incorrigible Hulk in this one. Hmm. We've got Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 5. Yeah, pretty good. He's uh, got a baby. Uh, for some reason. For some reason. And that baby has a spider ham toy. <laughs> nice. The cover's great because he's got a, it's adorable. It's got him with a baby and the baby's got a little spider ham with him. Is it a is it a is it a homage to the first appearance of Spider Man where he's got the baby in his arm and he's swinging over the city? Uh from a different perspective, but uh-huh. yeah, sure. Uh let's see. Monarch number f- number three is out. Moon Knight number twenty two. An all Tigra issue and Midnight Man. It is such it is such a Tigra. This is like basically should just be they should just cross out Moon Knight and put Tigra. It's actually really good. It's but really Midnight good. Midnight Man is his is Moon Knight's only real like villain other than Midnight Werewolf Man. It is Moon Knight. What? Midnight Man is Moon Knight. Now? I guess I don't know. I don't oh. follow the series, but like, no, sorry if that's a spoiler. Oh, I'm that sorry. is a spoiler because he's. A different... Well, they talk about it like they know. It's oh, not. Weird. It doesn't. It's not like revealed. Maybe in the I issue haven't or been anything. paying attention because it like issue three of of the original, the first Moon Knight run, was like the first. Oh, maybe he took Midnight Man out and co-opted the. Oh, weird. Um, but there's like it's actually just like it's kind of like a like a 
romance comic issue like in a way like he and Tigra are like hooked back up and uh and she's got this kid and which she's had since that whole fucking weird thing where a scroll I don't know why like Marvel like is just like they'll make someone will get a character pregnant and then they'll just be it was a scroll the whole time like they just like get out of like somehow and then it was a life model decoy. Yeah, and then also like the kid isn't a scroll now because the scroll was not a scroll when the scroll oh, and, and it's just like but they actually kind of refer to that whole fucked up thing as being like real fucked up in this comic. Like it's hmm. it's taken like That's fair. Like you you buy the like the the I don't know. I, right. I thought it, I thought it was a right. good, good comic. I appreciate it when people try to fix those kind of things by kind of hanging a lantern on them, as yeah. screenwriters might I th- say. I think Jed McKay is currently my favorite Marvel He's writer, and so I'm, fucking good, I am and I love heartened him. by uh, that he is taking over Avengers. Yeah, I, think I that can't wait for that. It'll be a good palate cleanse. Yep. I'm I'm really stoked. I, I just like when I people like have I like when people are good writers, but I also like when they have clearly read the comic mm-hmm. books. It's just like it's not just like, oh, here's my idea splayed out over eighteen issues. It's like, uh like let me think about like what would be a good story based on and then yeah. like weaving all of the stuff of having read the comics into the story. It's like that is the purpose of a shared universe is to pay think. attention to what other people do. <laughs> yes. It's, it, Instead it of just like, like trying to top what everybody right. else has done and then creating this thing where it's like now Venom is God and it's just right. like, come on, he's Venom. He just wants to eat your brains. It feels like an exquisite corpse where somebody just like, yeah. you're like, and then I was at the apple cart and I was excited it to is, get an a- apple. It's really delicious. And here's your turn. And then I turned into a dinosaur and I fucked the apple cart. Goodbye, <laughs> And it's like, okay. And then someone's got to go next. And like, <laughs> oh, like, oh, so the apple's gone now. All then, right. Whatever. Then. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just like maybe you should just kind of organically weave in story elements that connect to the other story elements that already exist. Yeah. And I, and is I, all I'm saying. I do, I do really hate to sound like Dan Didio because I'm not completely like opposed to the idea of like a superhero having a kid or whatever. It can be done where it's fine. But like... I don't understand why that's like the go-to for so many like oh, let's give them a kid. It's like why does it doesn't it, I mean I don't know. I just I don't I don't I would think it would be of, like a last resort. Right. of like, you know, cuz then there's always a thing where you have to write the kid out except for the Fantastic 4 and apparently Tiger's kid who has yeah. tiger stripes now. Oh, Man, that's like adorable. a little kid tiger boy with Aww. tiger stripes. <laughs> I don't love the art in the Moon Knight issue, well, but it's okay. Adorable. It's not bad. Um, anyway, you know what the art is great in? What? My New Life as a Cat, Volume One. Ah, that's right. It's a person who's turned into a cat, and it's adorable. Ah. Uh, we also have. Listen, if if you like some Boondock Saints action figures, don't worry, we got some. Uh, classic. We got Nemesis Reloaded number four. Yep. We've got Noctera number thirteen. Mm-hmm. We've got Packless number six. I liked Packless. It's it only was been cool. six years since the last issue. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's been a long time. I remember putting Packless number five in the dollar bin five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a like part one. The first story in this is is part two of a story that is in the like liner notes of the comic. He said he started the first chapter of it in 2011. 
So it's uh, but the art is candy, man. It's like it's great. I love. There's like a page at the first, like the first inside front page is like him sitting at the drawing board and talking about like what's in the issue or whatever. And this character shows up, and he's like, "These are all characters I've created." And then he's like, "Except for this guy, who are you?" And he's like, "You just created me for this page." And then like, it's just like, "Why did you create a character just for this one page?" I don't know. It's it's very like uh, it's, but the art is so good. This yeah, the anyway. art in this book is absolutely mind-boggling. So it's probably worth it, even if you haven't read the rest of them. Am I making an error in assuming you skipped Marvel Voices Spider Verse? Interestingly, I think that Chad may not have actually listed it. Well, you don't have a ton of copies of it. It's pretty good, is all it's I would say. I wanted there, to. So. I wanted to add. There's the we spider should punk. absolutely mention it because it is way better than I thought it was. Yeah, gonna be. yeah. I did not. I like because a lot of these are really kind of just thrown together. And again, I was like, I even made fun of it in the newsletter, so I kind of feel bad because it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's like very strong. Is, this is one of the stronger spider books I've read in a while so it was I, my favorite spider punk story i've read since yeah, the first since one the first ones yeah uh, i like I mean, definitely i mean i liked the miniseries it was good but i liked too. this better i just but thought it was great. really good and yeah, yeah. then also uh the art is like very strong throughout it and uh and it was super, cool it's like strong. silk is in it and then some of the other spider verse characters yep and it's yeah it's it's an interesting book yeah yeah into it yeah okay uh what else are we doing uh we're doing Phantom persona Earth? four persona. Uh, arena we've got reprints of phantom road number one and mm-hmm. then that leads us to phantom road number two which was good yep. i like phantom road it's a compelling storyline although a little twilight zoney a little a little yeah but good but it's good yeah yeah i'm into it um yeah, i like it following it let's see pokemon sword and shield graphic novel volume six <laughs> we've got predator number two for the new run which is the first of the Predator books to have the 20th Century mm. Studios logo, which is the dumbest thing ever. I was going to say, which is now meaningless because it's basically just Disney, right? Like, well, it's owned by Disney. It's all the old Fox properties, and it's like, well, it's no longer the 20th Century. And <laughs> it's good, like, good <laughs> it hasn't been the 20th Century for 23 years. But they don't want to call it Fox they because Fox, Fox is a brand that Disney does not own. And they don't want, right, and they don't want to identify with it because Fox is, you know, not a, a, is a fairly toxic brand just in general because it really oh, does man. remind one of when Fox When are we going to get Fox Comics? When are we going to get Fox News Comics? Fox News Comics. Uh, who knows? All I know is that I do love this Predator series. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. And I like this, I like this idea because we have not, encountered a character who was more than a match for a predator in the entirety of this series and this is the first time it happens so Mm -hmm. this is this is an interesting event also if you come into the store it's on the very bottom shelf which i would recommend not putting comics there on different weeks yeah it's just that we have yeah there's no space (laughs) it's just like you gotta look you gotta see search it out yeah yeah uh radiant black number 23 radiant black uh, Sakamoto Days, uh, graphic novel volume seven. There's a new Sandman Universe Nightmare Country oh. called The Glass House nice. this week. Uh, and there's a book that I liked that is a little confusing, and I'm really curious to see where it goes. It's a little 
this term that nobody likes, but uh, there's nothing else for it. It is dreamlike. I'm sorry, mm. everyone. Uh, seasons have teeth. Number one, yeah. it is a it is a very meditative, dreamlike weirdness. It is a it's a very strange book. Yeah, that, I feel like it's like the seasons. There's like avatar monster avatars of all of the seasons. That. Is one of them his wife? Oh. Like, I, there's a there's a weird vibe going on about him losing his wife and then getting close to this creature that may have maybe the season, and then he's a it's a photographer and it's it's crazy. The book, the plot, I like the photography angle to it. I love that too. And again, the plot doesn't describe the book because its entire purpose is to feel very floaty and dreamlike and it's it's very beautiful and it, it's it's wistful in a weird way it's like there's this hmm. there's a horror element but it's still just like this guy reflecting on his life and it's it's a weird like meditation on mortality and it's just it's fascinating i like it a lot it is not your normal comic book. Uh, I I would definitely say I don't even know what comic I would I would say maybe if you liked Sweet Tooth, maybe okay. this would be in your wheelhouse. But I even then I don't know what the hell to compare it to. Yeah, I don't know what to say. If you liked this, then you'd like this. Could be anything. Yeah, I don't know. It's not really like anything. It is not like anything. It very, very much is not. So, uh, yeah, give it a shot. I, I definitely, I, I give it high marks, personally. High marks. Uh, there is a comic out this week called Self-Made Man by me. Hey! Uh, and Hugo Petrus, and I have that on the website now. Uh, and it's, I put it on the shelf, too. So if you want to buy that, it is available. Yay! Woo! Hooray! It is not like the kind of stuff that I did before. I tried to kind of do a weird fiction thing with really stilted purple language, like a Lovecraft kind of thing in that weird... Uh, Diary-esque yeah. kind of uh, narration. Yes. It, I read it. I thought it was very good. And it's just sort of done in a very different way. It's not a tongue-in-cheek thing like I'm used to doing. Uh, so check it out. It's, uh, it you should is, check it out. It is its own thing. If you haven't, it's good. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings trade paperback is out. I liked this series, I, I seem to remember. You did. This was that mini-series. Yeah. I think this was the one that I really liked, but yeah. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but I, what I definitely know I liked was Shock Shop, and the trade paperback oh. is out this week. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> this was a, this was a great little anthology horror thing. Yeah, it was good. Colin Bunn, great stuff. Yeah. Uh, Silver Surfer, Ghost Light, number three. Was Shock Shop the one with the flip book? Yes. Yeah, that was, was cool. Yep. Silver. And, oh, sorry. No, go, please. I was going to say Silver Surfer Ghost Light is still my favorite Silver Surfer in a very long time. I really like it. Yeah, really good. Although it is getting a little uh, a little weedy. I think mm -hmm. maybe it might have been better in a shorter format, um, but I do really like the art, and I think that the concept behind it is cool. It's, it's good. I was definitely hoping that the the character that looks like that uh, that modern Green Lantern would not be in it quite so much, and that he would. Well, I mean, of... it's really about that character. Uh, yeah, that's I... the guy from the original. Like, they're just like 
kind of bringing was, him back and yeah, yeah. making him into like a new cosmic Marvel. Or I was hoping entity. that they would fix his his outfit. Is what I was. I guess. Is oh, I, I don't hate the outfit. Um, but the, there's but, some weird stuff with the Stranger, uh, the Marvel version of the Stranger, uh, the cosmic. He's one of the elders of the universe. Um, I they, didn't read this issue. So oh, the last page of this where it's like he it's like well, okay, huh? Interesting. Interesting. I think okay. there's a lot. Is that the Stranger Jesus? Uh, I mean, I think the stranger is like a lot of like different interpretations. I think he's, I think he's Marvel's Jesus. I think that I mean, was he, kinda... he looks like Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you really want to break down a visual <laughs> on the guy, he looks a lot more like Stalin than Jesus. Interesting. Uh, okay, I probably shouldn't Google that. Uh, You're, you might be thinking of Aquarian. Maybe I am. Uh, space he's definitely job. Jesus. Ooh, space job. I oh, I didn't. I forgot to read space job. Oh wait, is that not? That's not a number one, is it? The Space Job number three. Sorry. Three, yeah. That's uh, why I didn't read it. I was like, oh, I didn't read the first one. Spawn 340 is out. I knew you wouldn't have anything to say about that. Star <laughs> Trek 6 is out. I'm sorry. Star Trek Defiant number two is out. Uh, Star Trek Star Trek is out. Star Trek Bounty Hunters number 33. It's actually Star Wars. I was going to say, like, I don't remember any st- seeing any Star Trek comics, but I guess Trek they're Wars, over there. War, War Treks. Uh, Star Wars Dr. Afra number 30 is out. Uh, and the only important thing to remember is that <laughs> Star Wars Return of the Jedi Ewoks is out, and this book fucking rules. It's really good. It is really, it's really, really good. Really good. It's it, there's nothing more need be said about it. It's surprisingly good. Yeah, but it is very good. It's got Lee Garbett, who I really like. The art is strong. There's three stories. Um, Lee Garbett does one. Someone else that I like does another one, but. Um, yeah, it's just good. It that last on... story is great. I love yeah. that last story. Oh yeah, with the speeder bike one. That one's great. I liked, I, I liked the interstitials. I liked the whole thing. Uh, yes, yeah. it's tied together through that that part of the the uh, Return of the Jedi story yeah. where the Ewoks are all sitting around a fire telling stories, and so it's essentially just like no words, just them gesturing. And then a story unfolds, and most of them are wordless or mostly wordless. Yeah, and it's it's beautiful and it's funny and silly, and uh, some of them are some of them are a little the spooky one is darker, scary as shit, and the one yeah. that is adorable and cutesy is as cutesy as it could get, and it's like. This is just a really, really good book. Yeah. And it shocked the hell out of me how good it was, to be honest. Yeah, I was definitely, I was, sorry, I'm not talking into the microphone. So far, Uh, all of these Return of the Jedi books have been so much better than I would have ever imagined. Totally. What was the first one? I forgot. The first one was that droid that was tortured. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That one was good. Yeah. Uh, So weird. I like it. Uh, Okay. Anyway, Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants. Man, I I opened this comic. I can tell you that. <laughs> nice. Uh, Stoneheart number two should have been first, but whatever. Uh, Superman lost. I think this is a very good comic book featuring Superman. He's got to really... get back to the island. I mean, he does in um, in a lot of ways. I mean, it's like Legion lost. It's like it's like that thing where it's like you know I don't know, but there's just something about. It's just, it's good. It's nice. just really good. Cool. Um, we've got uh, Superman, Son of Kal-El, Trade Paperback Volume 1 is out. We got 
World of Black Hammer, Library Edition 5 hardcover, and one of the bigger books of the week, TMNT Yusagi Yojimbo, uh, yes. Where When, number one, adorable. Dig it. Uh, it's got Yusagi murdering a kappa and then getting <laughs> confused by turtles. Yes. Uh, I mean, I as you would, if you had just murdered a kappa it's, it's and fair. then the turtles showed up. It's fair. Through shenanigans. Yet again, you I, would do, be I do yourself. have to point out that these <laughs> these Ninja Turtles do not have bowls of water on their heads that uh, when they empty out, they are incapacitated. So it seems like you would know the difference, especially if like his whole point is to push them over and try to empty out the bowls of water on their heads. Uh, but, you know, maybe that's not his deal. I think you should write Stan Sakai a letter. I will. <laughs> a strongly worded letter. Uh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> have you ever... <laughs> even thought have you for a second about what a kappa and also, would do in that situation and also uh where's that weird little umbrella monster with the, the with the one eye he's my favorite yokai we need one of those too mm. i hope this is just chock full of yokai that would be delightful i'm a huge fan i don't know what makes a yokai i the only uh, thing i know yokai watch well, I mean, a, that's a toy. Yeah, I mean, and it's I believe it was meant to like summon different yokai, which are all these different weird monsters. I have been weirdly I took a ton of uh of Asian history and mythology classes in college hmm. because I cuz you wanted to learn cool stuff. I wanted to learn cool stuff, and I still have a very loose grasp on Japanese mythology because what is often credited to Shinto is not really Shinto stuff and I feel like the yokai are often referred to as as as, as a Shinto concept and they I believe are not but uh, it's there's just a crap ton of these little monsters. The idea that literally every single thing is alive and has a monster inside it somehow hmm. is this wonderful concept that I love. And uh, if you ever get a chance, there's a movie called, I believe it's called 101 Ghosts or 101 Yokai. Uh, and it's really, really good. And it's just a bunch of crazy ass monsters floating around. It's like a. It it's like what uh, Sid and Marty Croft have nightmares about. Ooh. It's absolutely wonderful. So uh, I will recommend Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Isagi Yojimbo, and uh, One Hundred and One Yokai. Okay, right. uh, Transformers the movie, nineteen eighty six, Tin Titans Lunchbox. Hell yeah, it's pretty gorgeous. This is the lunchbox that you know when I was a kid, I wished I had. I but see, I but I mean, it. I did have a Muppets lunchbox, and that was pretty dope. And it had pigs in space on one side. So I don't remember I what I don't. I actually don't have any memory of which lunchbox I had. Weird. I do remember which underoos I had. Really? I had Darth Vader. Wow. And uh, I had Spider Man, and I had Batman. Yep, Spider Man, Batman, Green Lantern. Yeah, I might have had Green Lantern. I had Battlestar Galactica sheets, nice. and I actually still have them, and they are in pristine condition, <laughs> but they're not valuable. Yeah, because Battlestar Galactica is lame. I mean, they're they're va- <laughs> they're they're valuable in that they're they're more value than was purchased. Sure. For but they're they like have if they were I actually I think I still have my Star Wars sheets as well, and they're not terribly valuable. They're just like sheets. Just no one gives a shit about sheets. No, but you can make them into shirts. 
Oh, the fabric. Mm, man, I got to find, cool. find a fabric uh, forum. <laughs> uh, Two Graves number six is out. Cool. Uh, and in this lot of uh, used stuff that we get in, we also got carded figures like Universal Monsters Phantom of the Opera, Toys R Us exclusive, mm. and a Universal Monsters This Island Earth Mutant, Whoa. as they as they pronounce it in This Island Earth, as wow. opposed to Mutant, uh, which is one of my favorite ridiculous monsters. Just has a gigantic scrotum for a head. <laughs> Uh, steampunk goggles and a giant scrotum head. What a great monster! <laughs> Works. Vanish trade paperback volume one is out. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely for somebody. It really wasn't for me. It turned out, but uh, yeah, I can definitely see somebody being stoked about this book. Yeah, I mean, I love Ryan Stegman, so right. there's that too. Uh, okay. Here's a controversial one that I think I might have won Bob back to. You did. You brought me back around, but because I was I was off board. You were mad. I was offended this week. Well, I mean, I understand <laughs> though because this this book starts off. Okay, no, so it's I, I knew I because offended. it was James Tinian that it wasn't going to be the book that you thought it was. Uh, but World Tree is out. When I wasn't trying to say that I thought no, I no. knew what the book was, no, I was no. just saying that like after reading the first two pages, I was like, I don't know if I have the bandwidth for oh, sure. this book. Sure, sure. It it is definitely it starts off and it is very very brutal, um, and it's and it definitely has a red room kind of theme running through it where that is part of the there's that people getting murdered on the internet someone is live streaming it they're using their cell phone which has access to something in something called the underweb that is a program that. Uh, the first time you see it, it it's so complicated and hard to understand what you're seeing that it literally scrambles your brain. And so when when this person comes out, he just holds his phone up and shows them this thing from the underweb. Then their brains try to understand it and they freeze and he murders them while they're while their brains are still trying to and, comprehend. And, and, this he, live and he live streams himself doing it. this. Yes. Uh, and this is whatever is in the in this crazy underweb thing is is something that was created or experienced by these two people who thought that they had shut it down a long time ago and it's back and it's sort of one of those like you know kind of it kind of things where it's like I we didn't want to think about this thing. It was so horrific that we didn't nobody wanted to ever address it again, but we're all remembering how bad it was and so we're getting the team back together to try and stop this. Uh and it's it's interesting. There's a naked lady that runs around murdering cops in it and uh it's pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh but and, you did kind of sell me on it at the end, so I like I I liked the art yeah yeah it. And oh I, it's great I, and i like the idea of like you know getting in at the ground floor of a new uh series yeah. i'm always a sucker for a, a first issue first couple issues of a, of a series i think but. it was a bold move to have her fully naked yeah she's she's so, wearing overalls but you can well, she's still sometimes. like might well yeah but even when she's wearing them like right, she exactly. might as well just be totally naked and then she's she's not wearing a shirt underneath fully them. nude for like the last part of the book and it's like I wonder it, if those tattoos are some kind of like thing I'm that combats the interweb or whatever. That's something I'm curious about too, because it, it seems like 
that's a very distracting thing to put in a book like when yeah. it takes away from what you're doing yeah. and obviously Tinian's not somebody who has used that before so it's not like a it's not like a trope of him it's yeah. not like it's not like we're we're talking about a fucking lady death or something this yeah. is just a this is there yeah, is a also reason it's for like it. the the art is like it's there's anatomy like that's like clearly the artist yeah. understands anatomy it's not just it isn't like has lady met death. a woman at some point in their yeah life. exactly um yeah or I, is like worried about a woman actually reading it and th- <laughs> what they might think it's great it really is it really is a a pretty a pretty strong book and uh, as far as like things that made me like uh, actually analyze it like i'm gonna read this a second time because i kind of didn't get the whole gist the first time it, it's a very complex plot and uh it's cool it's really cool i'm i'm really interested to see where this goes so uh thumbs up from me for that one uh we only find them when they're dead trade paperback volume three is out West of Sundown, number 10, is out. I love this cover so much. It's just like a photo cover that looks like uh, an unreleased Captain Beefheart record. Pretty great. Um, Wildcats, number 6, is out. X-23, Deadly Regenesis. I've said it before. Say it again. Love this book. Mm. I think it's great. Uh, it takes place in the past, so don't get confused. It is not current continuity. It is past continuity. It is uh, early 2000s, I think. Wait, what comics. was it? Sorry, uh, X-23 Deadly Regenesis. Yes. It is taking place around the time of the Utopia storyline, I mm. believe. Yes. Uh, X-Men 21 is out. We also fighting the brood. So many broods. Also, Cyclops decides he wants to exterminate the entire race of the brood. I mean... I can see the argument, but at the same time, genocide, not a good look for an X-Men. Gonna say. Just gonna say. But <laughs> it's hard. it's hard because the brood are one of those... This is a fascism argument, is really what this boils down to. Yeah, this except for some... my counterpoint to that is brew... Yeah, exactly. Who has the ability to control the brood. And can make them tap dance. Yeah, and he's like their leader. Yes. And he's great. So why would you exterminate them all? Because the potential that they might... It's like saying, like, somebody, you know, like, somebody killing you because you might pick up a gun someday. I mean, but it is all of all the Because some humans kill people. because, Because when brew goes to sleep... He no longer controls them. Literally every night when Brew goes to sleep, so here's, they regain control of their minds and someone else pilots them. Okay, but here's here's my counterpoint to that. Why wouldn't you work with Brew in order to find a solution that enables him to continually control them as opposed to just exterminating every single one of them? I'm never going to be on that. I'm I'm not this isn't a fair argument because I will never see another side of this. <laughs> like I'm genocide is a bad idea. 100% never changing. Just like the day you'll never convince me that the death penalty is something that people should do and that's just so, a personally held belief. I mean, for for me uh I would say that if you could kill every cockroach on earth, you should, and I think that the brood are just murderous cockroaches. Mm. I mean, brew is a is a what mutant. What a cockroach ever do to you? 
looked at me and it was gross. Yeah, see, not a good reason to kill. Hell yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> I gotta kill everything that looks at me. Uh, no, so, sure, fine. <laughs> I was gonna bad. say, this is not, a, this fine. is a facetious argument. Genocide is bad. Ugh. Thank you. God. Thank you. It's not a controversial opinion. Ugh. Or it shouldn't be, anyway. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that is it. That's all. Uh, and we will leave you with those words. Genocide, not great. <laughs> just just don't do it. <laughs> Teen genocide, don't do it. <laughs> oh, man, like that from song? From Big Fun. No, what's the song from? Oh, yeah, is Teen that? Teen Suicide, Don't Do It from by Big Fun from yeah, uh, but, Heathers. Yeah, from Heathers. That's right, that's right. Teenage genocide, <laughs> don't do it. Uh, anyway, fun. that's it. So uh, follow us at Coast City Comics and do do that. Do do, and if you like if you like jokes like do do, pick up <laughs> cockchew. <laughs> cockchew. There are uh, plenty of copies on the shelf. There's there will be plenty of copies on the shelf for eternity. And uh, what else? Uh, I don't know. We're doing that big comic convention at the end of the month. Nice. That'll be a thing. It'll be fun. Whatever. I'm going to a comic convention on Saturday. Is it Wicked? No, it's called Little Giant. Oh. And uh, who will be there? Um, I don't know. I'm meeting some friends. Nice. I've got a list. <laughs> I was hoping that you were just going to list your friends that were going to be there. <laughs> no. If, if you guys who are listening happen to want to meet Bill or <laughs> yeah. Dan, Andy, They're, they're all going to be there. Guys, all of these people, Cole, they're all, all going to be all there. Your favorites. No, I was trying to think of the they they announced some uh, comic book creator. Steranka was at the last one I went to, but like, is it? I, know, I think Al Milgram was at is the it last Stan one. Stan Lee. No, he's dead. Uh, is it Jack Kirby? He's dead as well. Those are the only two comic creators I know. Al Jaffe died. I know. I love the outpouring for Al Jaffe that like I see more Al Jaffe posts than Stanley <laughs> posts by like a murderer's yeah. like Yeah, yeah. A murderer's can, row of posts. Al Jaffe. I just I it, it caught me by I like Al Jaffe better, but like it caught me by surprise that like so many yeah. people were like Al Jaffe. Like I'm just like, yeah, okay. Also I love that he's a Guinness record holder for cartooning. Oh, it's yeah. pretty great. I mean, hey, Fold one in for Al Jaffe. Hey, hey, hey. also like that. I I don't know if they 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 did it when he retired, and I don't know if it was the one that was supposed to run when he died. But he did one ten years ago that was like for when he died, and I think they might have used it for his retirement, um, which was a few years ago. But oh, like, please, but tell I'm me kind that- of hoping that there's still one more. Al Jaffe mad folded. Fingers crossed there's an obituary for Mal J- for Al Jaffe that folds It's like folds in, yes. That would be so cool. That would be the greatest thing ever. Wow. Yeah. Love it. I mean, he lived to 102. What a fucking awesome long yeah. life. Yeah, totally. Well deserved. Like, literally... I only know one person who knew him personally, and he says nothing but delightful things and says he's oh, a mensch. Not a single so, bad story about that guy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which so, maybe is why so many people are like Al Jaffe, as opposed to like <laughs> half of the people who think Stan Lee was a dick. I mean, let's face it. If you were ever an editor-in-chief of anything, at least 50% of the people that worked for you think you're a dick. Yeah, I suppose that's true. <laughs> that's, that's unfortunately one of those jobs. So I... You know, I take that with a grain of salt. But anyway, 
Good evening, everyone, and we will see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.